and welcome to Boo's Podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Ollie. And this week we have a little adventure for you. Well, we went on an adventure. You didn't go anywhere. Uh, But But we we do have an announcement in a bit, so. We have a lot of things. We have a lot of things in this episode. Oh, which is, uh, I guess, your early Christmas present. Ooh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, because by the time this comes out, it'll be a few days before Christmas, so it's technically like opening an early Christmas present. But if you are listening on the 21st, I guess this is a little boozy, um, Jupiter and Saturn are aligning uh, on the 21st, which is today, but not today because we are recording the day before. (laughs) (laughs) But if you are listening on the 21st, um, I, let's see, okay, sorry, back up, because I have all this stuff, um, about it, because I, I don't know, I'm really excited about it, I think it's really cool, um, so, as I said, Jupiter and Saturn will align in the night sky, and astronomers are calling it the Great Conjunction, also referred to as the Christmas star, because it's going to look really bright in the sky, like, you can see Saturn and Jupiter, um, you can, I think you can see them right now, like, if you look outside, well, I mean, I'm me talking to Sam can see it right now, like if she looks out outside. Um, but they are going to be directly aligned tomorrow. And this hasn't happened in like, well, let's see. The last time this happened was in 1623. Oh, shit. Yeah. So big deal. Um, and if you like astronomy, astrology, well, both astronomy and astrology, um, the... Um, but on the 21st, Jupiter, um, Jupiter, the planet of luck, and Saturn, the planet of authority, are gearing up to meet in Aquarius in a rare, rare astrological event, which is also called the Great Conjunction. Um, so this is a powerful placement, which happens to coincide, uh, coincide with the winter solstice. People who really follow astrology are predicting that it's going to be the beginning of a new era. Um, and Ooh. You are highly encouraged if you're listening today, if you're listening the 22nd, 23rd, uh, you might still want to do all of these things, but it probably won't be as powerful. Um, You are highly encouraged to make a list of all of the things that you want to manifest in this next era. Um, To do that, you make your list. Hold on, I have this in text. Um, (laughs) You make your (laughs) list and you write it out by saying, I want blank. And if there is anything you want to release, any like baggage you're holding on to and you want to release, you write down, I release, blah, blah, blah. And then you thank the universe, you thank God, you thank whoever for those things, like you're speaking it into existence. Um, You're supposed to meditate also. And I don't know if I made this up or if I actually read this somewhere, but clean clutter and eat healthy. But I think that might just be me trying to manifest all the things. <laughs> um, and if you want to start something, if you've been thinking about starting a business, if you've been thinking about, I don't know, losing weight or just getting healthy, um, astrologers are saying that tomorrow is the day to start it. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are kind of starting something new, and yes. this is the best time to do it because, you know, um, the planets are aligning, literally. And if the planets are telling us, we got to do it. So, 
Um, we are going on a little bit of a hiatus. So next week is going to be our last episode until I'm March, right? Like the first week of March. Is that what we agreed on? Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, yes, because I'm thinking back. That gives us two months to do all the things. Yeah, so we are completely revamping Booze Podcast. Um, we had our Spotify wrap for 2020, and we had a growth by like 600%. So um, we just so figured it was a good... Yeah, thank you guys so much. Like, I did not expect... Oh, hold on. Chewy! Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. I didn't expect... This, as much growth as we have done and as quickly as we've done it so we just thought it would be best to kind of revamp and do something completely new i don't want to give too much away but i believe we're going into seasons now versus just doing weekly episodes yeah me and sam are going to we were supposed to get together during our christmas uh gift exchange <laughs> to plan but we had our significant others uh, so we didn't And every do, time we get together, we don't We're not do, productive. Yeah, we're not productive. <laughs> <laughs> well, we rarely, like, see each other physically, you know, so when we're together, we kind of just let our hair down and just goof off, but, um, yeah, we are supposed to get together to make those plans, or we are going to get together and make those plans, <laughs> I should say, and... If there's anything, like, after you listen to this episode, if you want to share something or share something that you, like, you really enjoy or, you know, maybe, I don't know, just share your thoughts. We're always open to hear your thoughts. Um, If there's any topics you want us to cover. Yeah, we're really doing this so we can put more time into researching. Um, Hopefully, you know, give us the opportunity to collaborate more. Uh, so we can really go into depth because there are a lot of topics I haven't done just because of the magnitude of information. And I've been intimidated mm-hmm. to tackle that myself or intimidated to do it all just in one episode. Um, so hopefully that will give us the opportunity to to do that and give you all the information that you so deserve, so much deserve. Because we want to give you guys like the best quality possible so if we want a a time to be able to deep dive this is going to be the best way for us to deep dive into topics and do all that fun stuff so and do even more and collaborate more with other podcasts and stuff so this will give us now the time to focus on what we need to and then time in between to get other projects in the works Mm -hmm, exactly i hope you guys aren't too mad about the hiatus but it'll be it'll be best i promise (laughs) you won't yeah you won't be bummed out and march will come faster than you know it yeah, and we picked uh first week of March because we're going on a little, I'm calling it the Soul Search Cabin <laughs> trip in uh, February, so we will be out in the woods. Yes, I can, I can see Sam right now, but she can't see me. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Well, so it's going to be quite be a fun. trip. I'm It'll really excited, fun. so... Yeah. Can't wait to and, tell you guys in March. But Yeah. And we'll still post. I might still plan to post on social media a boozy mm-hmm. news, a booze news, um, some, if we do anything boozy, like on our trip, we'll definitely share. So keep an eye on that. Eye out on, for that, Jesus, we are not yes. going anywhere. I don't want anybody to think like this is us just making an escape and never coming back. Yeah, we we will be back, I promise. We enjoy this too much not to be back. So we will be back, but we just have to tighten some shit up and 
get out there better than ever so yeah so on the 21st we will be manifesting all this new boozy boozy business Speaking of boozy business, I'm kind of glad we took our little mini trip before this new era because I do not want to bring what we caught in audio into this new era. Do you want to talk about that? So we, I did something I never thought I would ever, 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 ever do, which is play with a Ouija board. Um, If I had to rate my experience, it would be zero out of five stars because, (laughs) actually maybe one star because it was fun. We had a good time doing it. Um, I am a lightweight, so I have now, now, because I don't eat as much during the day, <laughs> so I had maybe two drinks, and we went to a haunted bar, we went to um, a haunted bar, we, so anyways, let me back up, we stayed at a haunted hotel, that's what we did, and yeah, we did, we drank at the their bar, which today's episode, I'll be telling you a little bit about that hotel, and you know there was hardly anybody there it was the middle of the week you know social distancing we still all we did all of that jazz and i had like two drinks and matt had (laughs) many margaritas and we were i was i was super buzzed and (laughs) which the instructions say not to do a ouija board under the influence of alcohol and we did it anyways we did it anyways and the ghosts were not pleased because they did not want to talk to us directly no they growled they literally growled at us well at sam like she took a video and i and there's this growling noise like nothing happened we didn't hear anything we followed the directions um we were goofing off most of the time so we definitely weren't taking it seriously no not at Um, all We had the mood set with some candles though gabriel's i almost lit my hair on fire yeah, and we were trying to record <laughs> the experience, um, but nothing happened. And then Sam replayed it back, or she pl- re- she played it back to herself and sent it to me and said, do you hear that? And there's a growl um, in the audio, which we don't see anything. You don't see anything, um, but it, I, it's it. kind of like the same. We had the same incident happen whenever we went to the don- the donkey lady bridge, didn't we? We had like a weird noise, but I think it was oh, just no, it was recording the light. Yeah. We had recorded one time, and you left. Oh no, that was the audio. We were in the middle of doing an episode, and I left, and there was like mm-hmm. <sighs> in the mic. Yeah, so, so it was like I'm a breathing. I'm convinced it's Sam. Like Sam's the one that has something. We already know. Her. We already know something follows me, uh, but it's a very like clear growl. And it, if you have headphones in, it's coming from the side that Matt and I were sitting. So not the side that you and Gabriel were sitting. It was coming from where Matt and I were sitting. Yeah, or we can make if you send me the little or like where you made that one audio that one time. With our logo, mm-hmm. I can put it in there also. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll send you the audio and we can do that for sure and post it. Because I did post on our Instagram a picture of the board and a small little clip where the growl is. So that's already on our Instagram. But if you're not following us on our Instagram, we can post it some other places too. But. Yeah, and that's what we caught on video. We, let's see. 
once I tell the story, we can or like give you the info on the hotel. <laughs> yeah. We'll answer our experience too. Um, but that was our little and adventure. who we were trying to we talk to the hotel. That was my gift to Sam. Was an evening at a haunted hotel. Even though she doesn't like haunted hotel stories, I thought <laughs> like maybe staying at one would be different. Um, but we saw nothing. Um, but as the boys mentioned constantly. <laughs> yeah, they were really trying to see some ghosts. And the hotel staff were laughing at them, being like, I don't see any ghosts here. Oh, were they? <laughs> I didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> I caught like one or two people snickering at us. So They're probably like, you fools. <laughs> Try being I here know. all by, your, by yourself at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Ugh, no thanks. Um. <laughs> but th- thank you again for the trip. It was a great Christmas gift. I loved it. So thank you again. And then Sam's gift to me was just the best. <laughs> I died laughing, which I am not I'm not even going to say what it is. I'm just going to post a picture. <laughs> I was worried you weren't going to like it. So I was like, "Oh no." I but your reaction kind of Yeah, like yeah. my cheeks were hurting and <laughs> Dakota thought it was so cool. Oh, he liked it too? Yeah. That's awesome. You have to post it in that group. No, I will. Yeah, I need to find, I'm trying to figure out where to put it. I need like a floating shelf in my (laughs) office or somewhere and that's where it'll live. It'll just have to be like sideways because its tail will kind of get in its way if you try to sit it on a shelf. I need the little, you know the little um, stands for Barbie dolls? Yes. I need one of those. Yes. Yeah, I just need to find one of those. Man, I've, I'm so sorry for you listening. Whoever you are listening right now, like, what the fuck is it? It'd be bothering me. You just have to see the picture. You just have to. I'm just going to give you a hint. You guys know I love taxidermy. So, that's yeah. all the hint you're getting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Anyways. And a gizmo. And a gizmo, which I love very much. Oh, yeah, I forgot to ask you Gizmo. <laughs> All right, but are you ready to crack into this? Because yes. I know this episode has to be out in a couple hours. So, mm-hmm. All right, y'all. So our little adventure, our little, my little gift to Sam was a night at the Manger Hotel. Um, I think I'm saying it wrong. I think it's the Manger. I thought so, too. Yeah, I saw a video on KSAT for this story. And I could have sworn they said it another way. But for everyone listening right now, it's the Manger. And we're sticking to that because we just... Well, it's German. Manger's German. Mm, that makes sense. Okay, let's just get into it before I get <laughs> all sleepy. Um, anyways, the Manger Hotel. The Minker Hotel is dubbed the unofficial most haunted hotel in Texas, which is a questionable title in, a, in itself. Um, who makes that decision, and why is it unofficial? Anyways, the hotel has hosted a handful of notable individuals, such as Sam Houston, Theodore Teddy Roosevelt, baseball legend Babe Ruth, and even Bill Clinton. The Minger Hotel was opened... Ooh, the Minger Hotel opened its doors on Febu- February 1st, 1859, only 25 years after the Battle of the Alamo, uh, which we did not visit on our trip, uh, which we said we would, but we got sidetracked and we did not w- walk by, even though it was like 10 steps away. <laughs> 
But we went looking for ice cream. <laughs> we went looking for ice cream, and then we ended up on the Riverwalk, and we stayed there for like two hours. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it was two hours. So William Manger constructed the hotel at the site of the Mangers Brewery, the first brewery in Texas. Minger, a German immigrant, arrived in San Antonio in the early 1840s and operated a brewery at the site with Charles Philip Degen. In 1857, he decided to build a hotel to accommodate the many, um, the many guests who frequented his brewery. Super smart. Soon, he hired local architect John M. Fries to design the two-story cut stone building, which featured an abundance of classical detail, which I am a sucker for architecture and i didn't feel or i feel like i didn't appreciate it when i was there um other than the bar because we didn't really <laughs> explore the hotel other than the bar which is totally fine we'll talk about the ho- the bar later too um, but the hotel was so successful that minger immediately made plans to build an addition between the hotel and the brewery in august 1858 construction on a 40 room annex was uh, had begun and was completed the following year the hotel featured a tunnel opening off the basement through which Manger led groups of selected guests on tours of the adjacent brewery. Manger died at the hotel in March, 18, in March of 1871, and his widow and son took over the management. When the Civil War and Reconstruction were over, and especially after the railroad arrived in 1877, the Manger became the best-known hotel in the Southwest. It was praised for the cuisine offered in the colonial dining room, which was closed when we were there, so we didn't get to, or it was closed for dinner when we were there, so we didn't get to eat dinner there. Um, But back in that day, it included specialties like wild game, mango ice cream, and snapper soup made from the turtles caught in the San Antonio River, (laughs) which which thinking about that now, looking at the Riverwalk and such, it feels so gross. Like, yeah, that idea is so gross. But I have to remind myself that the Riverwalk wasn't what it was when they were catching turtles. Um, oh, and just to yeah, insert... Yeah, it's gross now. <laughs> just to insert my uh, references real quick, who where I got a lot of this from, um, mysanantonio.com, KSAT, and Legends of America. All right, so jumping back into it. Um, all right, so an East Wing was added in December 1881. Herman Katman became manager in 1887 and supervised the installation of a new bar, a replica of the tap room in the House of Lords in London, which I got super excited about. Uh, the solid cherry bar, cherry paneled ceilings, French mirrors, and gold-plated spittoons were a spectacle in San Antonio. And yeah, walking in there, I thought it was really cool. It sound like it looks just like it's described um it's smaller than i expected and there's a massive moose which we made sure to take pictures of um but really cool looking bar uh the beer was chilled by the alamo madre ditch which passed through the hotel courtyard mint juleps were served in solid silver tumblers so fancy and they served hot rum toddies which were all the rage like, that's probably what I should have ordered when I, we were there. But I got the old-fashioned, which still is really good. <laughs> and Theodore Roosevelt first visited the Manger in 1892 on a javelina hunt. He returned to recruit his Rough Riders at the hotel in 1898. 
so let me see. Yeah, I was telling everyone that uh, Teddy Roosevelt's ghost hangs out in that bar, and that's <laughs> that was the uh, the uh, man of the night. Like we were really we were trying really hard to summon Teddy, but he wanted nothing of it. No, he didn't want to talk to us at all. No, no. Well, <laughs> y'all, we're trying to ask him. Um, some controversial questions, so maybe that <laughs> that's what did it for him. <laughs> that was drunk me talking, so I'm sorry, Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> but in addition to its signif- significance as a historical landmark, the manger offered unparalleled amenities. Many rooms overlooked the Alamo um, Pool or Alamo Plaza and all retained the furniture, art, and accessories from the hotel's earlier days which included four poster beds, velvet-covered Victorian sofas and chairs, marbled top tables, and period wall coverings, which you can totally see once you step into the hallway because those are some outdated-ass <laughs> carpets and wallpaper. <laughs> I, I will say when we were hung over the next morning, that wallpaper and flooring did not agree with me. It was making me <laughs> sick to look at. Just neon green everywhere. It was like a, I wouldn't say ne- maybe like hung over you thought it was neon, but it was more of a muted pukey yeah green that matched the it matched the carpet too um yeah yeah it was interesting and then the bathroom i thought the bathroom looked pretty cool but it was a weird setup too um probably had that same setup as it did back in the day yeah everything was very tiny Yes, and tiny, which if you look, they had artifacts still there, like in glass cases. And, you know, back then people were a lot smaller, like the the little army uniforms are so tiny. <laughs> um, the beds were kind of small, too, <laughs> which, I mean, didn't really affect me much. But the guys, the oh guys are like, Is, where's your feet? At are now? your toes hanging off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the Manger's most famous spiritual guest is that, of course, as we mentioned, President Teddy Roosevelt. It was here in the Manger Bar that Roosevelt recruited hard-living cowboys to his detachment of Rough Riders. Reportedly, Teddy would sit at the bar, and as the cowboys came in, he would offer them a free drink, or a view, as he worked his recruiting strategy upon the unsuspecting cowboys. Damn, so he, like, straight up got them drunk and, uh recruited them many sobered up but it worked it did work because many sobered up the next morning to find themselves on their way to basic military training at fort sam houston before joining the spanish-american war over the years roosevelt has reportedly been seen having a drink at the dark little ballroom bar room off the main lobby which is the bar that we were in the only bar that's there The most cited spiritual guest is a woman named Sally White. Long ago, Sally was a chambermaid who worked within the hotel, and one night after an argument with her husband, she stayed overnight. The next day, her husband threatened to kill her. On March 28, 1876, he attacked her inside of the hotel. Badly injured, she held on for two days before dying of her injuries. According to the hotel's ledgers, the Manger Hotel paid for her funeral at a cost of $32. Which, back 
then uh, anyway i'm not even gonna go into that it was a lot a lot more <laughs> than 32 dollars today today sally apparently continues to perform her duties within the victorian wing of the hotel sally has been seen numerous times wearing an old long gray skirt and a bandana around her forehead the uniform common during her era Primarily appearing at night, Sally is generally seen walking along the hotel hallways, carrying a load of clean towels for the guest. Which I was really hoping to see Sally, but we did not see Sally. I, I figured Matt would, because he kept tra- he kept leaving to go get ice and then to get water, <laughs> yeah. and then he left he left something. What did he leave? His mask or something like that. Uh, let's see. Another apparition that is often reported is that of Captain Richard King, one-time owner of one of the largest ranches in the world, which is, of course, the King Ranch. A frequent visitor to the Minger Hotel during his lifetime, he had a personal suite within the hotel. Ooh, so fancy. When he learned of his impending death from his personal physician, Captain King spent the last months of his life at the Minger. He wrote his will, disposing of his great wealth, and bade farewell to his friends in his personal suite. On April 15, 1885, King's funeral was held in the Mangers' parlor. Today, the room in which he stayed is called the King Ranch Room, which would be super cool to stay in, um, but I don't even look into it. Um, he is often seen entering his old room, going, going right through the wall where, he, where the door was once located before it was remodeled. Display cases and photographs on the walls of the first floor lobbies provided a glimpse into the Manger's colorful past. Another ghostly spirit of a woman is often spotted sitting in the original lobby of the historic hotel. Wearing an old-fashioned blue dress, small wire-framed glasses, and a tasseled beret in her hair, she sits quietly knitting. On one occasion, a staff member stopped to ask her, Are you comfortable? May I get you something? Only to be answered with an unfriendly no before the woman disappeared. Ugh, so rude. Another guest reported emerging another guest reported emerging from the shower to see an apparition dressed in a buckskin jacket and gray pants who is busy having a heated conversation with an unseen presence. The entity demands to know, "Are you going to stay or are you going to go?" three times before vanishing. Oh my god, if I were in the shower and walked out to that like I would be, I wouldn't even know what to do. That's like one of the most vulnerable states to be in. I'd probably drop my towel and flash the poor phantom. <laughs> yeah, and like <laughs> run out, like scream out, flashing whoever else is in the room. It would be a nightmare for everyone. <laughs> Other entities have been known to help, quote unquote, in the kitchen area as various utensils float through the air seemingly all by themselves. Utensils are often seen transporting themselves from one area to another without the help of a human hand. Adjacent to the Alamo, some of these ghostly visitors to the hotel are attributed to the many that died during the Battle of the Alamo. Often heavy footsteps and kicking are are heard and old military boots are spied by the guests and staff. Other spiritual guests are said to have been some of the many who have stayed there over the years, as well as, the, as, well as those who were recruited into the Rough Riders. Hell yeah, me too. I'd be coming back to, uh, to find Teddy to be like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> Though the numbers of entities counted at the historic Manger Hotel is high, all are said to be harmless to staff and visitors. 
doing nothing more than sometimes startling a guest or an employee. Now, in case in 2015, KSAT covered the hotel in which the journalist and camera crew stayed the night. Uh, they did not see anything. However, KSAT viewer Felicia Powell, who visited the manger in 2013, captured a photo she could not explain. In the photo, there is a child in red walking by a dark figure behind the child. She looked at the picture right after she took it and quickly noticed what she captured. She said she showed the picture to the people who were with her and even asked the parents, um, even asked who the parents of the child were. Nobody knew who the dark figure was or could explain where it came from. Felicia said she believes it could possibly the possibly be the ghost of Sally White, but who knows? Uh, yeah, our pictures have no ghost, only um, drunk Sam and Ollie, but <laughs> and a moose. Yeah, but it was super fun. It was really nice. I the history is really cool. You know, San Antonio is very old and being around history is always uh, always a nice little treat. But that's the quick little recap of the manger. Of course, I could have gone into like the nitty-gritty of the architect architecture um you know, those little things, but we are a uh, a creepy spooky podcast not an architecture podcast <laughs> and i know sam's um least favorite thing is hotels haunted hotels so those are the ghostly characteristics of the hotel it looks like you're struggling right now you are struggling to hear me yeah i can't hear you at all oh no <laughs> um are, are we saying bye now <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i was just wrapping up the oh I was wrapping up the quick little facts of the Manger Hotel. Um, okay. But we are having audio issues, y'all. Um, it's the planets. The planets aligning. I'm gonna. Yeah, they don't want that. me to hear you at all. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently, recording does not serve us right now. <laughs> Maybe this is a T Daddy uh, <laughs> punishing us for that horrible. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe it's because you keep calling him that. That's true. I just stopped calling him T Daddy. She means Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt. That's who she's talking about. And I didn't, <laughs> that didn't click in my mind. Like, it took me about a second and a half to realize that's who she was talking about. Apparently, when I'm drunk, I just call everyone Daddy. So, hey. <laughs> well, oh, <no. laughs> you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> So if I call you daddy ever, I'm drunk. <laughs> Unless you're Matt. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Cut that out. <laughs> oh, no. That's uh, going to be front and center in our, in our intro. I'm just kidding. I do, do it. I don't care. <laughs> My mom don't listen anymore, so. Oh. <laughs> Watch is going to be the oh, episode. Well, since I can't hear you at all, do you want me to wrap this up real quick? Let's wrap it up. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening to Ollie tell us about the Manger Hotel. I tried to listen. I'll have to re-listen once this episode is out. But um, um, you can find us on all our socials at Booze Podcast, which is spelled B-O-O-Z. <laughs> Are you done spelling? <laughs> yes, this is bad. This is so bad. <laughs> And, um, and we will catch you guys next week for our last episode of 2020. Yes.
we will catch you then. Bye. Bye. Stay boozy.